0: episode of the Lake Erie Library. (laughs) Beth and I are sharing a blanket with Spider-Man all over it. it, Well, it doesn't... I'm a victim of physics. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Hulk, calm down. Don't need to rip the microphone stand off the table. Now Beth, I know, (laughs) I said this is an intimate moment, but you don't need to get that excited. Looks like the tiny symbols that like the creepy toy monkeys bang together. time uh in junior high when i was tuning my violin and the string snapped and hit me in the face no
1: but it was right here (laughs) did it leave the brick skin it sure did oh my god because those are metal it's so scary yeah i literally i don't know if we had the same junior high orchestra Mm, teacher probably miss g yes well doctor when I was
0: I don't know if she was a doctor when I had her.
1: I don't know if she actually had a PhD, but
0: that's I assume it was more of a Seuss type thing. I assume that she did. Um You can get a doctorate in music studies,
1: I'm sure. Um but she was tuning my violin and she tuned the strings so tight. She
0: was tuning a
1: violin this nice. Ooh, I don't like that um and she broke the like the back of it where the neck was she broke like my violin so that it like went and like it was so i had to get like i had to borrow a violin for months because it took forever for it to get fixed and then it did that same thing again years later and i was so sad because i was like i like my violin
0: i like my violin (laughs) Oh God!
1: Um, so yes, this is an intimate episode, and then I don't I know just... if we should
0: talk about it anymore. You got real excited and <laughs> ripped your microphone off the table.
1: Uh, that was
0: uh... I understand. Spider Man is very hot, but like, rein it in, Beth. You're you're a married woman. <laughs> you're a mom. Okay. I yeah. I Tobey Maguire
1: is like my Spider Man, but I love just I, I love like comic book Spider-Man I'm like and and I love Jake
0: Johnson's uh voice d- as Spider-Man hot nerd and a unitard mm-hmm. who's good with his hands and is really bendy what's not to like
1: description for this is gonna be like it's
0: Valentine's Day and the
1: librarians
0: are horny Britta is too horny to record this today <laughs> she needs to go to internet horny jail <laughs> <laughs> because now that we've brought this up i'm just gonna be looking up pictures of oscar isaac and dreaming of a live action miguel amazing
1: would be okay
0: with that yeah anyway i respect zendaya too much to talk about tom holland that way anymore <laughs> that's that's fair though the internet doesn't respect andrew garfield though call me <laughs>
1: He was not my favorite Spider-Man, but I respect the whole, like, I'm going to wear my uniform and a pair of sweatpants with the with the band, like, you know, how he has mm. the sweatband like oh, rolled I,
0: down. I know that. Yes.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, I see you and I respect it and I will ogle you respectfully. A
0: hoodie under a jacket, like, that layering is to me what, like, the gray sweatpants and backwards baseball cap is to a lot of other women. Gotcha. Yeah, I, it is
1: can we just, small aside very rude of you dear listeners that are male who just get to casually wear sweatpants and make women go like feral.
0: In your stupid eyelashes that you're not even doing anything with yeah. and they're so long and like naturally curled kindly go kick rocks with no shoes on. It. It's like I'm sure it's, like, cute aggression
1: that I feel about those things. But, it, like, in the same world of, like, I get irrationally angry because I'm like, oh, you are so stupidly attractive. And I've told my husband this before. Like, like maybe we're not getting along. Not that we, like, you know, are unhappy. But, like, maybe oh we're god, not getting along.
0: what? Spill the tea. <laughs> wait, let me turn off the
1: microphone. <laughs> no, maybe we're, like, not. But then my husband will go and get a haircut. And I'm like, god damn it. Because then I... I see him and I go, ugh, why are you, ugh? and he's like, what? I'm like, you're just so stupidly attractive right now. And mm-hmm. I'm just, I can't even be mad because I'm just, I guess I'm glad we're married, but I'm so irritated that you're so attractive with your haircut.
0: I just want to fight everyone now. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, if I'm having like, romantic feelings towards someone I'm so uncomfortable now do I listen it's trauma I need anyone have a good therapist (laughs) um send me their information in a comment or a DM uh I probably need to talk about a lot of things but um I am just like no I'm gonna like I'm gonna run the other direction I'm gonna outrun the feelings I'm gonna fight it off I'm like Louise on Bob's Burgers, <laughs> and no! I'm like, I gotta slap Boo Boo in the face.
1: <laughs> I mean, I I am happily married and like content with my my stuff. I just I'm a Capricorn, so oh, I, God, I have to. Compart- I saw
0: my reflection in the
1: <laughs> in the Spookies poster. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> I had my hoodie up, and I went to the bathroom, and I looked like David the Gnome, and I've been wearing it for. M- minutes and Beth did not tell me how stupid I looked. I just your ears were cold. That's all. like I get it. Just trying to keep my warmth from leaving my head. Yeah, I don't. It's, I'm not gonna judge you. Later, she's gonna be like, "Oh my god, husband, <laughs> Britta looked so stupid," and I just had to look at her the whole time we were recording. Here, I sl- I secretly took a picture while she was disassociating and going on, like, a weird ADHD ride in her brain. And it'll just be me, like, <laughs> like a weird version of, like, Bigfoot walking in the distance. I was going to say, you look like the web, like, the
1: hyperbole and a half, like, when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Lake Erie Library. Welcome back. I'm done introducing ourselves because
0: if you've joined us this far, you should just know who we are now. (laughs) They're like, yeah, it's very obvious who's making stupid (laughs) noises right now. (laughs) In my brain, it's like a Barry White song and I'm going to listen to it and it's going to be like... (laughs)
1: Again, like talking about our dynamic, I'm perfectly fine with being the straight man. I, I.
0: Well, at least one of us is straight.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my cheeks are. <laughs> my cheeks are from Smiley. Oh my gosh. <sighs> oh, man. Oh, this is gonna be a weird episode.
1: Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk about some
0: violence,
1: sex,
0: and violence. I don't want to sing the rest of it because we'll get sued. That's yeah. a song. It's a good song. Um, is that Scissor Sisters. I think it's Scissor
1: Sisters. That sounds right? Yes, yes. I think it is Scissor Sisters.
0: Speaking of music, too, there is a band named This. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. They're Irish.
0: They are Irish. I listen they're to from them. Dublin. I listen to them during uh,
1: like. This is very like crusty white bread of Beth to do, but during um during March to get ready for St. Patty's Day, I like to listen to Irish like rock
0: music. She just listens to shipping Up to Boston <laughs> on repeat for days at a time. I I do love the Dropkick. <laughs> and Murphy's. I lost my leg. <laughs> uh, that's
1: not my favorite uh, Dropkick Murphy song though, but I do love the Dropkick Murphys. Um a lot. Um I also just like that their one song is used for like the departed and it's just that beginning like the do not <laughs> Do
0: do 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 do, dun, do 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 that's isn't that shipping up to Boston? I
1: think it yes, yeah, so yeah. it's just but it's just that very beginning part yeah. where you're just like
0: Who! especially if you're like
1: old like me and my husband are and you put the menu on and then you're just like of the dvd menu (laughs) it it just cycles through that and it's so loud that you're just like ah like it's like when you're a kid and it's 3 a.m and you fell asleep and the tv's playing like yes it's Celine Dion just comes in and starts blaring and you're just like, oh god, what,
0: what time is it? It still happens to me but it's when I I fall asleep watching Bob's Burgers because for whatever reason, the intro music on Bob's Burgers is like eight volume levels higher than the rest of the episode <laughs> so if you just have it running on like Hulu or whatever and I like fall asleep before the end of an episode, then all of a sudden it's like, bump, dump bump Cha boop doo and I'm like oh god, Gucci <laughs> <sighs> uh, Kopi's here to kill me. Just getting, just getting old,
1: <laughs> sleeping through stuff. Oh god. Um. So yeah, hello, welcome to the Lake Erie Library. Today is love in the air. Is violence in the air? Obviously, sex is in the air. Thank you, Rihanna. Um. <laughs> 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 um <laughs> I broke Britta. This never happens. <laughs> oh God, what do I do?
0: <laughs> I,
1: I, I've never been in this position before. <laughs> I'm not the funny Go one. On
0: without me, one of us has to live to tell our story. <laughs> <laughs> oh god what was that laugh <laughs> <laughs> okay mm. all right i'm locked in
1: so uh yeah today to celebrate valentine's day or nearabouts valentine's day when this airs um we are bringing to you a special uh like movie it I just say movie, because we're really talking about one story, but multiple movies of the same story. Yeah. Thank you,
0: remakes. It's not just a random comp- comp- <laughs> compilation. I don't like feel we like they're do.
1: random. They're-
0: we have a theme. We stick Sometimes to the theme. Sometimes the theme is very loose. Is there snow? <laughs> yes.
1: It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um. But yeah, today we are talking about the movie My Bloody Valentine. Oh no, that's next month, sorry. <laughs> and um, yeah, again, there is a Irish rock band called My Bloody Valentine. So if you We're not are, talking about them though. No, if you were to Google search it, you can look them up. They're good to listen to. I definitely You're rented gonna want their... You're to
0: search for My Bloody Valentine film. <laughs> F-I-L-M. F-I-L-M. <laughs> film
1: and uh yeah there are two movies of this so we will go over like the synopsis of each and then once we go over kind of some of the basics and behind the scenes information of like production and stuff like that then we're gonna get into the nitty-gritty so this is my spoiler like telling you right now we are going to have spoilers. Sorry, coworker, scissor hands.
0: But before you immediately turn this off, they're not coming yet. We will tell you when there will be the, oh. a a, a long winded announcement, probably with more sound effects from my face, telling you you're dismissed <laughs> if you don't want spoilers. I also, would just say I'm sure you've seen these already. So why why are you worried about?
1: That's Beth being mean. <laughs> to one specific person. Yeah. um, To all of you other dear listeners that it, we're not shout-outing, like, thank you. <laughs> Shout-out. Screw that guy, but everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, if you guys haven't seen the movie and or movies and you're just here to listen to us, carry on. But if you are into those movies and you've seen one but not the other or you haven't seen either of them and you're just kind of beginning your slasher movie journey... We'll briefly go into the synopsis of them and then if you're like, no, I don't want to know about the gory graphic details, then we will, we will fair warn you then again. Goodbye. <laughs> come, Go watch those then come back. So far, our
0: user retention is
1: a hundred percent.
0: Feeling good about that. I feel like I just jinxed this. Yeah, a coworker says our hands is gonna like go sabotage our hosting <laughs> website so nothing goes up anymore. Oh no. This is, this is his villain origin story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about my bloody valentine. Um, I guess we'll start with the original and yeah. then we'll do the remake. I just want to start with so when I watched these movies, I, the first one I saw was the remake, same. Um and then I just recently watched the original and I was told by husband who had seen both of them that the remake was better. He I remake agree. is better than the original and I didn't realize I knew I had read somewhere in my like slasher movie knowledge brain that it was Canadian, but I assumed it was set in America. (laughs) So in watching this movie very recently, I went, they're very Canadian. They're not even hiding that they're Canadian. Isn't this supposed to be set in like Pennsylvania? Because my brain's like, the remake is set in Pennsylvania and is set like very much feels very Midwestern, like Pittsburgh area. So I guess I just assumed, which, you know, jokes on me. And so that was my running thought in watching the original is, man, everyone's like, it's a boot somewhere. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, I'm like, main character, you're not even hiding that you're Canadian. Like, you're super Canadian. I'm Like, good God.
0: Some of the things they're saying is, wow. I, I wouldn't, because I rewatched both of them recently. And when I was watching the the original, I was like, "It it looks and it feels like it's older than the '80s. Like it doesn't feel like an '80s movie. It feels like a '70s." It's it's
1: because they filmed it in like I think late '79 into '80. Yes, that's they filmed it. I think filmed it into like 1980. This
0: says it began in September of 1980. Okay. So,
1: it's always that few first years, beginning of the decade, where it's like, fashion, we don't have it yet for our decade, so we're really just wearing stuff from the 70s. Like, And costuming-wise, like, that's very, like, wide collars, like, somebody's got a vest over a dress shirt. The
0: one guy has an excellent mustache. I love him. Hollis.
1: Hollis. Love him. Same. That's all I'll say for now. Yeah. Uh, Love Hollis. Love his outfit. Great. But yeah, the makeup is very like late 70s. Like even the yeah. girls that are wearing like the, there's like the more natural look where it's like, I'm not wearing makeup, makeup. The, and the then there's first, like.
0: Yeah. The first girl that you see is wearing green eyeshadow. Yeah, <laughs> it
1: feels very late 70s, yeah. like disco-y makeup. And it was like green eyeshadow with like that corally pink lipstick. Mm-hmm. Um, and the saturation of colors like it's it's like garish pinks and reds with like very bleak feels kind of like it could be in the mid why i thought it was in the midwest feels like it could be the midwest but it's also like that unsaturated 70s feel so yes that's i agree it feels older than it It normally does Mm -hmm. so yeah brief plot synopsis of my bloody valentine um i'll let you
0: yes let me find the shortest one okay the most generic plot synopsis ever for you it tells the story of a group of young adults who decide to throw a valentine's day party only to incur the vengeful wrath of a maniac in mining gear who begins a killing spree that is the most bare bones non-spoilery <laughs> summary. I will say that we're gonna talk about the remake as well. They have very similar storylines. Y- yes. Um yes. there is a little bit of differentiation. We will get to that when we get to the second movie, but that that almost works for the second movie as well.
1: Right. And just briefly getting into like production and talking about kind of storylines for slasher movies so this obviously this came 1981 is when it was released so it was filmed in 1980 uh just to put it in perspective of like slasher movie history you have uh Black Christmas which came out in 77 no 74 you have Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which came out after that. You have Halloween, which came out in 78. So, and those were kind of the precursors to stuff, right? Like, we know Halloween is really the first movie that really took off to find the slasher genre. After that, in 1980, summer of 1980, you had Friday the 13th, which came out. You know, you have special effects in that movie with Tom Savini. Kevin Bacon gets, gets an arrow through mm-hmm. his throat, like... Um, You know, and we talked about that previously. So all of this is setting the stage for what I'm about to tell you. So you have this movie which came out, which is cashing in on the seasonal or holiday slasher movie. So it's like they came up with this idea of like, hmm, what holiday have we not touched yet? So why not Valentine's Day? That works out well. Like you got the, you know
0: like I don't know sex and violence right yeah. <laughs> like it was it originally had a totally different title too it was right. called the secret and they decided to change it to cash in on that right
1: my which i mean if i let's be honest if you were at blockbuster 20 years ago and you saw the secret on the shelf with a guy in mind would you pick it up probably not probably not it's like but my bloody valentine you're like what's that That's interesting. So that's also to say, so this came out after Friday the 13th. This also came out after John Lennon died in 1980. And so when Friday the 13th came out, it was, you got to remember, it's late 70s into the 80s. We got Reagan. Like, we are conservative America. And these movies were just way too violent. Halloween, even though everybody's like, oh my god, Michael Myers, slasher movie. Like, there's no blood in that movie. There's, like, no blood. But, like, Friday the 13th, there's blood. There's a lot of blood. There's a lot of cool kills in that. I'll be honest with you, just as generically as possible, there's a lot of cool kills in My Bloody Valentine. But, after the death of John Lennon, they blamed, like, violent media as, like, a reason why John Lennon was shot. So... Their solution, and when I say their like powers that be, is like, all right, we don't want to get any flack. We're going to cut a lot of these kill scenes. So the director says they cut like eight or nine minutes of the kill scenes, and since then, and when I say since then, I mean like by the time the remake came out, they did add like three or four minutes back. So the version I watched is the theatrical version, mm-hmm. I believe, which was not a lot of
0: yeah they kill shots they cut about 10 minutes out
1: Mm -hmm. so my husband who had seen it before was watching and he's like no 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 no. wait a minute wait a minute no i because he has seen the version that added like three to four minutes of the kill scenes back in and was like no they definitely showed this this and this so we'll get into those later but that i just want to preface that with with kind of that background knowledge. So if you guys do want to watch it, if you're like I just want to watch it straight, you can watch the theatrical version. It is available to like rent on streaming. If you want the special edition where you want to see you're like a horror aficionado and you want to see those kill scenes, um the version you're going to want to watch is I think it's been released on like DVD, Blu-ray. You're going to have to like rent it from your local library. That's what I did. Um, because they, it's hard to find on They streaming. packaged the
0: release with April Fool's Day. Did you watch that one? No. Okay. That also
1: was another, we're going to cash in on yeah. that, which April Fool's Day is the superior to Mother's Day, which I did see, and that one is not great.
0: It's one of those DVDs where it's My Bloody Valentine on one side, and then you flip it over, yeah. and it's April Fool's Day on the other. But yeah, so they started filming in September of 1980 in an actual mine in Nova Scotia. Which I
1: think about, I was reading that, I was thinking about that. I was like, how scary would that be? Like, and it had
0: been closed for like five years already. Like, can you just imagine, I, I did read that they cleaned it up. Yeah, which was a problem because they were counting on it looking like a shitty mine that people worked in. So then they had to spend like $30,000 to repaint it and make it look how it did before they cleaned it. But you also,
1: I'm like, okay, so you guys did that, but it's still safe. Like, had they not cleaned it up, you would have been breathing in like, I don't know, something terrible.
0: Well, and then the other thing that they like had to consider is because it's, it's like, 2,700 feet underground. So like they had to take elevators up and down with all the equipment all the time. So it took like hours to set up everything and to transport everybody down and then also there are methane levels underground which is a plot point in the movie. Yes. So then they had to take that into consideration with like how much lighting can we use down here because we don't want to accidentally cause an explosion. Like this feels like it should be like a cursed movie. Like it feels like it should have like poltergeist levels of like, all of these people died during the right. filming. But it obviously <laughs> was fairly
1: safe. Yeah, like, yeah. Like they didn't have any issues with that. For all of those things considered, um, I yeah, I just keep thinking like, man, that would have been that should be like you always hear like I read a lot about like Evil Dead and how like terrible because that was like a shoestring budget. And how terrible it was to like be on the set of that, like people had to wear those terrible contacts in their eyes, and they were like all white so you couldn't see what you were doing and stuff like that and like the special effects guy was like boiling chicken bones, so it stunk on set all the Rips. time, so they had a this movie actually had a budget of two point three million it was it was directed by George. You wanna Malacca? I think maybe Malaka. Like M- Mahalka. Mahalka. Uh, screen screenplay by John Beard. Um stars Paul Kelman, Laurie Hallier, which you would know her from she's also in Star like one of the Star Trek shows. Neil Affleck, uh Don
0: Franks. I had to like Google Neil Affleck just to see if I'm like Oh are related to like Uncle? Or yeah. Are you related to Ben? But no. No. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs>
1: And then music by Paul Zaza. So fun fact is at the end of the film, there is a song, like an actual song that was made just for my bloody Valentine, which is called like the ballad of Harry Ward. Yes. Paul Zaza is like friends with the guy that wrote it.
0: So it's only for that like movie. He was like. Fresh out of like school, too. So I feel like it was just like, hey, kid, here's your big break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they probably paid him pennies. I'm for sure it. they did. I'm
1: sure. I'm
0: sure. Which I just thought that was funny though. Like, oh, so you just
1: like, hey, yeah. how's it going, friend? You want to make a right. quick buck? Right.
0: <laughs> Uncle Paul, can you get me a job?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And they apparently kept the identity of the killer secret from the cast so that nobody would be, like, playing up their part and giving it away until they shot the final scene. <laughs> I think that's really
1: interesting. I will say, in a pl- just basic plot point, um, this movie is a very unique slasher film in that, you know, normally in slasher movies, you don't get working-class adults like it's teenagers at that point all of the hit like texas chainsaw mat they're teenagers halloween laurie strode is like a senior or junior or senior in high school you know friday the 13th she's a teenager working at a summer camp and these are like no no we're adults like we're young adults working making a living type yeah, of thing. but
0: i feel like they're not like adult adults. They're like late teens, early twenties. Yeah. (laughs) They're
1: like, we can vote, but we still may live at home with mom and dad. Maybe I got my first shitty apartment. Mm -hmm. And they live in this very, very small town. It says like on the sign in the movie, it's like population three thousand eight hundred. I'm like, oh, like we're talking small, small town. And I
0: love the town is called Valentine Bluffs. Yes, it's like little town, big heart, and there's like one of those like weird like running lights, like hearts that's growing on it. It Just
1: the feel of this movie, it's it is a different feel for a slasher. And I was gonna say, what makes this movie different is, you know, you do have slashers with kind of a who done it feel, but this is one of the first movies of a who done it like. It's kind of different than Friday the 13th where they're picking people off because there's just good plot twists in it and there's just a very good, like, who's doing this? Like, what is happening type of thing? And the it has a very rich backstory to it. Um, that's kind of the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie is establishing the backstory so that way you, the viewer, knows what's happening. So it almost feels... It almost feels like even the remake of, like I I did think watching the remake that at first I thought it was some sort of sequel because of the way that that one reads. It's similar in terms of like the plot, but it just like this happened, this one incident happened. And then years later, so I was like, oh, is this just like picking up where like a loose remake slash sequel? And, but that's just kind of how the, movie works is like you have this inciting incident and then like 20 years later this is where the story's picking up so you feel like you're kind of in the middle of a sequel of this small town but it's it is just the movie the way it is i hope that hope i explained it to you where you're like <laughs> i understand without giving anything away too much
0: right so then the bare bones discussion of the sequel which is or not the sequel? The second, the remake, is um. This cracks me up because I had forgotten this until I rewatched it recently. It is technically titled "My Bloody Valentine" 3D. Three D. I forgot that it was a 3D movie, and then like I was watching it and I was like, "Oh
1: no, you! Oh, can tell. that's
0: right. This is 3D yeah. because there's so many stupid shots of like." unnecessarily throwing things to people and like long sweeping shots of like a shotgun barrel going across the screen and like it would be pointing right at you or whatever. And you, I was like, oh that's right. You, I do remember that.
1: Unfortunately in our lifetime we went through the cyclical like so 3D movies were really popular in like what, the seventies? Mm-hmm. Like late seventies. And then by the time the first My Bloody Valentine came up, they were like out of fashion. So for some reason in the late two thousand early two thousand early two thousands. Yeah. Okay, because I was gonna say but in the two thousand oh, yes, in the in the two thousands. The
0: aughts, if you will. Uh
1: they decided that we're gonna make three D a thing again. And I definitely remember going to see movies in three D because I'd have to remember to put my contacts on because I'm a I'm a glasses wearer. Same. And I would get so pissed if I forgot, because
0: I hate putting... Did you try to put the glasses over your glasses? <laughs>
1: yes. And some movies, I'm like, and you, they upcharge, like, another 10 bucks for these 3D movies, so you can wear the dumb glasses. Mm-hmm. And some movies, like, I saw Alice in Wonderland, the Tim Burton movie in 3D, and I was like, this was not worth the extra money I paid to see this. But then I saw, like, the kids movie, Monsters vs. Aliens, and I was like, worth it, <laughs> like, worth it, so fun. And then there were certain horror movies, so uh, one of the Resident Evils, uh, I think it was Resident Evil Afterlife, mm. Um, that one was shot in 3D, which if you watch it now, you're like, oh, I see, she, like, loads, like, a shotgun with quarters, because it's the apocalypse, so she's, like, run out of shells, mm-hmm. which you're like, that eh, feels weird. And then she shoots somebody, and, like, the quarters come yeah. at you. And I remember seeing that in 3D and being like, excellent good use of 3d it's
0: so obvious though when there's like a movie that was shot in 3d and then you're watching it not in 3d because the one that i always think of came out a year before this because this came out in 2009 and the journey to the center of the earth Brendan Fraser and Josh Hutchison I think Uh that was also 3d and I just remember it was like oh no I hope I don't drop this box of ping pong balls (laughs) and they like bounce everywhere and then it's like oh no I have this like jokey can of worms thing I'm totally gonna get my uncle with this like it's just finding stupid things that could like pop out at the audience right? and that's like this like there's a long shot of like a little French bulldog like running towards the screen at one point and you know that it was like so his big head would like stick out of the screen at you it's
1: just yeah and I'm I'm so glad that they stepped away from 3D movies because it's just too much.
0: Can you imagine but- if, like, paranormal activity was in 3D? <laughs> just that scene of her, like, standing and, like, staring at the bed yeah. for, like, hours. And she'd just be, like, floating in front of your seat.
1: <laughs> but, like, I, I, just as a glasses goer, I'm like, thank God. Because it's just so gimmicky. But... I will say having watched this as just a 2D movie I am glad that like I watched it and I I feel like if I would have seen it in theaters in 3 I probably would have still had a good time like I would have been like best bang for my buck great like I loved all the things I loved the mm-hmm. miners uh God, what are those called? The pickaxe. The pickaxe. I love the pickaxe going through the screen. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Also fun is this movie came out. I I didn't see this one in theater. This movie came out around the same time as Friday the 13th. And I only remember that because I had seen uh, my friend wanted to go see a scary movie for his birthday. So... Upon initial viewing, I was like, we know Friday the 13th. I was like, I haven't really. And we're like, yeah, let's go see Friday the 13th. My Bloody Valentine looks stupid. Especially the the trailer. We're like, this looks stupid. And it's in 3D, stupid. And at the time, I did not watch Supernatural. I had not watched Gilmore Girls. So, like, all I knew was going in, this was like a Friday the 13th remake. And I was like, eh. And I was like, but that main guy was cute had no idea oh. that like that was Jared Padalecki, J-pad. and that everybody was like, oh my god, and that they were filming Supernatural, they yes. took a break, they both got these movie roles, yes. so that's why they both came out around the same time. Upon later years' reflection, I wish I would have gone to see My Bloody Valentine, because I think I would have had a better time watching it. Well, it's movie. weird
0: to me, because My Bloody Valentine came out in January of mm-hmm. that year, and Friday the 13th came out in February, and right. it felt like they should have released in the opposite it, yes. order. And I also remember that at that time, even though this is generally like regarded as like a decent horror movie, and that Friday the 13th remake was kind of panned. Yeah. At the time when it came out, like this movie was a joke, and everybody was like, Yeah, Friday the 13th. Yeah. And I just remember watching it and being like, Oh, I feel so bad for Jensen that Jared's movie is doing better than his. Mm-hmm. Like, what must work be like now that they're like <laughs> back on set?
1: Hindsight's 2020, guys. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't hate that Friday the 13th, but also like, it's pretty hysterical trying to watch like what six foot five Jared Padalecki ride like a normal size like motorcycle because it looks like a child's toy. So anyway so yeah so this came out in January of 2009 which was my senior year of college. (laughs) (laughs) I was going through a lot at that time and it as Beth said was shot in Pennsylvania southwest Pennsylvania which is right Close to uh, Ohio and uh, West Virginia, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they shot it there mostly because they had a great tax incentive <laughs> for shooting in Pennsylvania at the time. That's why a lot of movies filmed in Philly because you could make it look like other places. And they shot um, in like around the Pittsburgh area, and it was the first R-rated movie to be shot in real real D three D. And it was shot entirely digitally in four k resolution. It's that's kind fancy. of impressive yeah. to me for like two thousand nine yeah,
1: they too filmed with a mine, but it was a mine museum, which probably means it was infinitely safer right. than where they filmed in nova scotia
0: so there there was a sequel planned for this i yes, I read that, and they they cancelled it in twenty twenty They had both i guess. Todd Farmer and Patrick uh, Lucier had both pitched a script for a sequel to Lionsgate, and they like just kind of like lost interest in it, and so it would have been a, a more psychological take on this and would have brought back survivors from it, and probably one of the reasons that it didn't go through is because they were going to kill off one of those survivors, so interesting
1: yeah well and because it even though it made money it it was because it was like i mean it was shot on a budget of 14 million so they had a nice budget it made 100.7 million so it's not like it flopped but because it it wasn't friday the 13th money they were like "Mm,
0: yeah we can do something else it made a hundred million how much did friday the 13th make Less ninety two point seven
1: million. I, yeah, but they still made how many Friday the th- well no more with J J Pad, but they still made a lot of Friday thirteenth movies. Yeah, God, we just can't get enough of Jason.
0: My God, Travis Van Winkle. Sorry, I just brought up the Wikipedia page for for
1: uh oh. We should talk about so yeah uh two thousand nine had a lot of, it was a star-studded cast. It had Jensen Ackles in it, which, at the time, again, cashing in on Supernatural fame. Jamie King, Kerr Smith, uh, Edie Galecki, Petsy Rune, Tom Adkins for all the horror girlies. And
0: Kevin Tay, who, to me, is forever the weasel Wiesel from Newsies, mm-hmm, so I can't take mm-hmm. him seriously in anything, because every time I look at him, I just hear, like, Balen Dupree from Instagram's like
1: scumbag. Oh, this this was released on my birthday in two thousand nine. Fellow Capricorn, mm-hmm. respect.
0: No, I'm not gonna be mean. <laughs> I was gonna be like, yes, it was formulaic and generic, <laughs> like a Capricorn. <laughs> uh, it's not fine. my words. It's that fine. Was, that was <laughs> from a review.
1: Oh capricorns get so much hate man i know every i know every sign of the zodiac. i don't want to like, talk about it <laughs> every sign of the zodiacs like Scorpio, suck gemini suck and i'm like yeah but unequivocally like because it's statistically like not as many people are born during capricorn season like that's just the way it is i get it that's when we're hunkering down making babies not having babies um There's just not as much about Capricorn. So when you're trying to like go to the store and find like, I don't know, they have all the other astrology signs and then you're like, Capricorn, no, okay. Why are there 20 million things for Libra and Virgo and none for Capricorn? Did you sell all three Capricorn candles you had? Fine, Target. I guess I'll go somewhere else. We're just not meant to have nice things. Again,
0: um, if you have a good therapist, (laughs) we both probably need to talk to (laughs) someone about some things. Okay. I don't know if I have anything else to really get into that's not going to get us into, like, spoilery territory. Mm. Other than, like, if if you're like, wow, this... I listen to this just to support Beth and Britta, and this sounds too scary for me. But I'd like to do something along the vibes of this that's not scary, and then I will direct you to the American stage musical Floyd Collins about the man who was trapped in a cave and died. It's a bluegrassy sounding musical, and that's all I keep thinking of every time I watch these people go down in <laughs> mines. Is I hear his little like yodelly song.
1: <laughs> Uh just in general I will say like the premi- the premise of this movie is also pretty original like there really haven't been a lot of mine movies and i probably because there's so many mining accidents like across like where we have mining at like and mining has since kind of grown out of I was fashion say, because I think
0: people have like a as as like we in Ohio have a lot of like hurt feelings about the rust belt and like the steel industry, mm-hmm. like the the coal towns have a lot of hurt feelings about the move away from that right that energy
1: type. Right. Yeah. It's definitely like things I think about because I'm like, you know, you're like do these even do these towns exist where like, you know, in the the very beginning of like my bloody Valentine it then this isn't really like you see like the group of like young men going down in the mine and they come back up and they wash up for the day and then they go to the bar and I'm just like, oh, do people just like go to the bar after work and drink a few and then go home to dinner, I guess?
0: Yes, people still do that. Yeah. We just don't do that. Yeah,
1: yeah I w- well, again, when I went to Applebee's, <laughs> which you'll know about in a previous episode, I saw people in work uniforms after work at the bar, and I went, "Oh, that still exists." Beth is just so sheltered.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you ever look at the Mexican restaurant across from the college near us, on like a work night at like six six thirty, like that parking lot is hopping. <laughs> Everyone's there for some margs and some queso.
1: I did get asked if I wanted a margarita at Applebee's. No,
0: there is not. There's like no alcohol in there. I was like, no, I'm good. It's like $12 for like half a shot of alcohol. Don't buy alcoholic mixed drinks at chain restaurants. Legally, they are supposed to stiff you. Just go to a regular bar where they have like a normal liquor license and you can get proper drunk.
1: (laughs) I did laugh though, because my tater tot. Out of all the things on the table, we had you know the crayons. Margarita. Uh, It was like very into the big giant Applebee's display of like drinks, Mm. and then kept shooting the crayons down because it was like a like a pillar like with an opening. So like kept shooting the crayons down the alcohol, and we're like, nope, no alcohol for you. But I get why you're interested. It's very bright and colorful.
0: It's very bright and colorful. It's like heavy-duty cardstock. It looks like a building block that he can pick up. <laughs> yep.
1: So, I get it. Anyways, back to... I I feel like...
0: Th- I think we've hit that point. We're ready. All right. So, this is your... Okay, wait. Hold on. I told you there'd be sound effects. <laughs> All right. This is your official warning. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. Batten down the hatches. <laughs> Wah, wah. Spoilers, stop listening to this. All right, you've been warned. So now, if you're mad at us, it's your own fault. Yep,
1: it, yep, you're good. You're, we're almost like 40. How are we this much into it already? We
0: talk a lot, Beth. I guess so. So, yeah, uh,
1: I guess starting with the first one, yeah,
0: let's go back to 1981.
1: I, again, did not realize they were Canadian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just can we talk about like the. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I got too excited. I got too excited. The point I'm trying to make, Beth, is you know what gets me real riled up and ready to go? The black lung pop. Yeah, (laughs) the black lung. Boy, do I want to go down in a mine and get it on. (laughs) Yeah, there's several
1: instances of uh, them having sex, which it wasn't super like, it wasn't like I'm fully naked in a mine, but they're still like in a mine about ready to bone down.
0: happens is that right. the girl miner is like doing her sexy little strip tease out of her uniform yeah. in the mine and she's like stroking his weird like oxygen the breathing the tube, mask, yeah, like, the gas like, mask phallus. I was like what is happening
1: yeah I was like oh this is kind of kinky for 1981 <laughs> no no keep the mask on he's like no and then she still unbuttons his shirt. Like, mm-hmm. she's, like, stroking him through his, like, little coveralls, which I was like, is this happening? What are we doing? Like, how far is this going?
0: Right. And then and then the follow-up to that is the just, like, casualist misogyny of all of the guys in the shower being like, yeah, well, you know, if you're going to go all the way with her, you better have your stamina up. But I'm like, oh, God, is she, like, how many of them... How many of them have she has she done her little striptease for? Like good for her. We love empowered women and she can do whatever she wants, but I hate that this is what they're doing afterwards is like talking about it like that. Yep. Why so, are men?
1: <laughs> running running theme of 2024. Why are men? Some there is some sex in these movies. Um <laughs> there is so there's one couple towards the end of the movie that they go into they go into like an engineer's room and they are like having sex and they are killed off screen. Like you don't I did not see it in the version and uh my husband said I didn't remember it in the version he watched previous to that. But <laughs> I was really tired when I was watching this, like uh really, really tired and I said <laughs> instead of saying when did they die? And I said what did I say? It was like, um when did they get dead? <laughs> <laughs> when did they become dead? I don't remember that. For why
0: they no breathe. <laughs> and my, my husband started <laughs> It was like, What?
1: It's <laughs> was like you know, when did they become dead? <laughs> like my brain was like not like when did they die? When did they get killed? Like you just combined them. Like my brain just was like, krunk, krunk, like I could feel the gear just mm-hmm. like stuck, and I was like, I'm doubling down. When did they become dead,
0: he go by when. <laughs> and um,
1: yeah, running commentary was just my god. The uh, so the the main character TJ. Was just kind of his like, because I really thought that they were trying to be midwestern. So I was like, "Man, they are not even." He is not even trying to hide his Canadian accent. Like it was real thick in places. Got it. And uh, you know, when we're talking about
0: uh, about, um, hey, we were just talking about this. Right? Sorry, <laughs> uh, we were just talking about about how we we don't know when he got dead. You know. <laughs> Oh gosh, I interrupted you. Continue your thoughts. That's
1: all right, uh, so we didn't really dive in, so the premise of the story, which this one is different, and I would say this is darker than the remake, is that you have you have the first kill scene, which is the girl doing the weird sexy strip tease, and then she's immediately like impaled on like a pickaxe. And she has, like, a little heart. I think it's supposed to be a tattoo, but it clearly looks like it's just drawn it on there. It like it's
0: drawn on with a Sharpie. Yeah. It's, like, a, probably, like, a really, like, one of the other miners probably gave it to her, a shitty tattoo. Yeah,
1: and so, like, she's laid on, like, this pick at, through her little heart tattoo. Um, and that's, like, My Bloody Valentine. And it's, like, a really cool font. And then um, they talk about, like, the legend of Harry warden which is like on like so they're they're having this valentine's dance and they this small town has not had this dance in 20 years and the reason they haven't had it in 20 years and they go through this backstory is because a group of miners there was like what seven of them and two supervisors were down in the mine and um the supervisors were like anxious to get to the dance, so they weren't checking like the methane levels. The mine explodes, leaving them all down there. Harry, they finally find them. Harry survives, but he had gone mad down there and he resorted to cannibalism to keep himself well, I alive.
0: Think he, I think he ate them to survive. Right. And that caused like a psychotic break.
1: Right. So and that's there, that's not super graphic, but they do like show him eating an arm, and then they said, and then the next year he was was he like in a coma or
0: something like that,
1: or so
0: he that that didn't happen yet. So he came back the next year right. and he killed the two supervisors. Right, he kills the two he supervisors, cuts which, out their heart. You know what? Fair, yeah, like entirely it's their labor fault. Versus management, I get it. Like, yeah, it was like
1: okay, yeah. fair enough, buddy. He, so he takes the hearts that he ripped out and he puts them in Valentine's boxes and is essentially like, if you guys do anything for Valentine's Day, I'm gonna come back and kill people.
0: And then he gets sent to a mental facility.
1: So so he, that's where he's at. And then they're like, it's been 20 years. What could go wrong? And like when we say like Valentine's threw up in this small town, like Valentine's threw up in this small town for decoration. I did say to... My husband, I said some of the cutouts they have. I'm like, I want them because mm-hmm. I I do have all those holiday cutouts. You've seen them, yeah. So I'm like, oh man, I really want them. They're kind of creepy, but kind of cool.
0: It looked like like there's an opening shot of like when the the miners are all like rushing to get downtown because like all the girls are like setting up for the dance, right? And all the guys are like hooting and hot Like the one guy runs out with his pants like not even on yet. <laughs> it's so dumb. Was it um, Howard? I think. I think so. Yeah and they uh they are like going down like the main street and there's all of those oh, things they're hung like across the road and they're
1: like barreling down yeah. there i'm like oh my god someone's going to get in an accident yeah
0: but like it looks it looks like they just like instead of taking down like the christmas garlands mm-hmm. they were like all right um i don't know what's a canadian name all right glenn uh climb on up there okay and you just put like a big heart over santa's face and then like later we'll uh we'll like take them all down when we put up the easter stuff but we'll just tape it over there right now oh great job buddy like it, it that's what it reminded me of it reminded me of like prancer or like a christmas story of them driving during christmas but it was just hearts everywhere. yeah hearts
1: everywhere um on windows they had like giant cutouts of like cupids and hearts and crowns and all sorts of stuff um and the, the the valentine boxes they use for like to put the hearts first of all like i think that's about an accurate size for a human heart it might be slightly bigger but about an accurate size they use for a human heart it's like, like the, size the size of a fist. fist but the boxes they use i was like man what kind of candy are they storing in these valentine they're very frilly um fancy valentine like if someone were to give me a fancy i'd be like "Ooh, what kind of gourmet chocolate did you put in this box because that's not how valentine's boxes look now we don't care about presentation not a
0: whitman sampler situation here
1: um so when they have those and they're like these fancy frilly boxes and they open them i'm like first of all how is the Heart blood not dripping out of this box already does a few times but not like a lot. There's
0: not a lot of blood in it though. Like, no, it's just on the heart. Right. So that when they touch it, it comes off on their hands.
1: And then, um, so they use these like giant frilly boxes, which I think is impressive. But I'm also like, where do you where do you just buy blank Valentine boxes ahead of time?
0: They're bespoke candy boxes, handmade <laughs> in Montreal. This is intent like, this is only like the most niche, like maybe two of you who listen to this regularly probably watch Below Deck, but this is my Captain Glenn impression because he is a Canadian guy. It's like, I'm really mad at you guys, all right? I'm so, I'm furious. Can you tell in my voice how furious I am? I'm so angry with you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've never been this angry in my life. So,
1: um... Yeah, like, these boxes that they get, the, they, so they, the chief of police, no, the mayor gets, oh. Uh, <laughs>
0: it's fine. I lost them when I got here, so they're just twinsies now. Oh. So I rip, I just rip off my fake fingernails while Beth's talking. Um. So the mayor gets, like, a
1: fake heart, or not a fake, a real heart, and the chief of police is with him, and they immediately turn around, which the most terrifying part of this movie was for my husband and I, when we were watching it. There's a dog that comes running out and chasing the truck as it's turning around, like, and the sirens are blaring and we we're both like, <gasps> and I was like, do you think that was like a real, like, do you think that's unscripted? And they're just like, just keep it in the shot. Just keep it in the shot. <laughs> Cause I was like, that we, dog- daylight.
0: we don't have time to reshoot this one. Okay.
1: But dog is going to get hit. Dog was fine. Guys. Dog was fine. Um, the kills in this movie are very interesting. Um, and again, I watched the theatrical version. I did you watch which version of this did you watch?
0: I have seen the one with the footage added back in. Mm-hmm. I think this one that I just rewatched recently was the theatrical one. Okay, because
1: I the way you would know is like, um, like they all these people die in very distinct ways. So like,
0: not the hot dogs. <laughs>
1: Oh god, the hot dog ones gross. Um, like the woman who, so there's a woman who's in charge of all the Valentine decorations, and immediately with the heart, like the they assume it's Harry, and he's like, "Hey, stop this Valentine's dance," and the mayor's like, "We're not going to do that yet, but we gotta investigate." I felt they were very slow to like action on this. Yeah. the Like, it's one cop for this entire small town, which I get. But, like, at the same time, I'm like, you just got a heart, a human heart. And then the... This is
0: going to make a terrible noise when I move it.
1: The coroner... Uh, <laughs> the coroner's like, not Harry and he's back! Yeah. And we were... Oh, we got cracking up. But, you know, the... The kill scenes are really interestingly done for something that you're like, it should be a minor guy with a pickaxe. Like, what? how exciting could these kills be? Like, we got got somebody that has a pickaxe thrown on them and then they're thrown into a dryer.
0: Mm -hmm. And,
1: like, their body's all bloody and crispy. And you can see, like, in the background, like, as the police chief's walking back and forth, like, there's laundry and it's, like, blood splattering it. Like... That was interestingly done. You don't see that very often. Um, there's a guy thrown into boiling hot dog
0: water. Like, shoved face down in boiling hot dogs. And then, like, he gets shoved in a freezer. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, no, it's a refrigerator. Cause somebody opens it later yeah, to get out Yeah, and they don't even notice. There. But I just hate how disgusting, because the heart oh, the gets ho- boiled. The hot dog
1: water is disgusting. And they, like,
0: pull his heart out. And it just looks like... The nastiest generic meat.
1: Yes, it's disgusting. Um, somebody gets nail gun to the head. R.I.P. Hollis. Mm-hmm. Like loved him. Was very sad about that. Somebody gets shoved onto a. Their head gets shoved onto a. Uh, I don't know, like a pipe.
0: The shower. Yeah, the yeah, shower. The shower head. And that's
1: that's how you know if you watched it because uh, my husband's like, no, no, they show that in yes. graphic detail.
0: Yes. I just love the shot after though, which is in both, where it's from behind her and like the water is going out, and he's just like, "Oh, what?" Shocked. I hate that scene though before because like I crack up every time I watch it because it's she's she's again. It's like a hey, you know, it gets me really hot and bothered. Coal dust and they're just like in the room with all the dirty, like my dirty
1: white mining suits. laundry. Yes.
0: And she's like, How do I get these down? He's like, Just pull on that chain, baby. And like stuff falls down. And she's down there by herself and she's just laying there. And watching everything swaying and then starts like freaking out and running around. And I'm like, yes, I too feel that way about laundry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm also like, why wouldn't you just gone with him to get beer?
0: Well, she said she would go with him. And he's like, no, just stay right here. I was like, that's not going to ruin the mood, man. Absolutely. You know, what's going to ruin the mood. Me left alone down here with my intrusive thoughts. Like, congrats. (laughs) I'm not horny anymore. Now I am like freaking the F out. (laughs) <laughs> also,
1: speaking of horny, let's talk about the love triangle that they have set mm, up. So you have yes. TJ, Sarah, and Axel, which...
0: What a stupid name. What a stupid name. I'm sorry. I know someone who has a child named Axel. <laughs> <laughs> um, they spell it differently. <laughs> so you
1: have those three. TJ, TJ has left. Um, he went to go find work somewhere else. He doesn't write Sarah and the movie kind of sets up that TJ's like the outsider. He's ostracized. He he was supposed to be in the mines. He left. Now he has to come back and work at the mines. He's very moody the entire time. He's always just looking longingly at Sarah and Axel, who Axel's just so gr- like they're supposed to be friends, like they were friends before that mm-hmm. and when Sarah was dating TJ before he left, and Axel is just such a dick. Like, he's such a dick throughout the entire thing. Like, he's just, like, I'm going to go up to her and, like, love on her. I'm like, ew. Like, quit.
0: Also translated across to the new one. Yes. Yes. Same vibe. Same vibe.
1: Just very gross. And he's just, like, you can't get in the way of this because, like, you left. I made my move. And it's just, like, <sighs> like okay sarah obviously doesn't have an opinion one way or another of who she wants to be
0: with well obviously not beth she's a woman uh also we don't have room for thoughts in our stupid little heads Uh, women can't be in the minds according to the small
1: town like that's
0: well yeah because the last one kept doing strip teases and she got murdered (laughs) so yeah i I do feel like this movie does a good job
1: of capturing how dangerous the mines can be, which I felt like the newer remake does.
0: Like, like yeah, but not the well, same vibe. It's also, so it's also set in like a very different decade. Yes, so I'm sure, like you know, mines in the '60s and '80s, right? did not have all the safety precautions You're that mines in, like, the 90s and 2000s did. Very true, very true.
1: So, yeah, the kills are really interesting in this movie. I, like, the one that... The one that gets me is... And they show a lot of scenes from, like, the killer's perspective, where you hear the breathing of, like... <sighs> yeah, it's very Darth Vadery. Um, And the ones that got like got me was uh the hot dog water one was pretty gross It is disgusting. Um, and then the one that i was like not expecting is like they're trying to all so they decide to take the so the party does get canceled the valentine's party but it's like too little too late because then the young adults are like we're gonna go party in the might and it's also just, tj's decision to do that yeah which i was like tj you dumb mother effer what are you thinking
0: well i also so (laughs) during all of that i was like i like i can't help but believe that like this is what like pastor john lithgow and footloose thought would happen if like the kids in his town were allowed to dance and listen to rock and roll (sighs) it's like no, they'll all end up in a mine and they'll get murdered. <laughs> we have to cancel all dancing.
1: <laughs> um, so they go to the mine to like dance, and you have one. So you have everyone kind of paired up. TJ wears this blue chambray shirt, unbuttoned, like a
0: a Stephen King dream. A working man wearing a blue chambray shirt. And an
1: ascot right. like around his neck. Very broody. Yeah, Stephen King would have loved I I should read and see if what if he read like I love this movie.
0: Um He's just every every book has like a dude in a blue chambray work shirt. Yeah, that's his vibe, man. And and then like um like a girl in a tight sweater. A very tight talking sweater. Talking about
1: her jahubies. That's right. So tj is like let's do this and then like he has like a weird confrontation with sarah and axel uh axel goes outside to drink and then they all decide to go down and when i say they i mean tj's just kind of brooding and then sarah and like her bff five ever and um hollis who's like their friend he's like Chubby, but like very cute. And yeah. I love his little mustache he's and glasses. He's also like the
0: least gross of all the guys. Yes. And like he treats his girlfriend pretty well. Yes.
1: And I was just like, I like him. Yeah. Like, and, and he's very like knowledgeable, slash kind of a leader in the mind. So he's like, Yeah, I'll take you down to the mines. Like, and so they go into the little like, The little cart that leads you down, yeah. And all I kept thinking was about Donkey Kong Country, and I was Uh, like, "Man, this mine is not going very fast." I,
0: um, I just kept thinking of Temple of Doom. (laughs) Yeah, even then I was like, "Holy crap, this is not a very fast mine." I like it though because they have that weird. It's it goes back and forth between the shot from like the front of it, like just going like through the dark mine Mm -hmm. slowly, and like you can only sort of see to the next bend. And then, like, back to them all, like, Hayride-style, like, canoodling on the little two-sided cart. And they all blankets because it's cold.
1: And so, yeah, they go down to, like, explore the mine. And, like, Hollis, like, so they do what any slasher movie, like, it's very formulaic, like, they're like spreading
0: out they're you know not sticking together two of them are like what's over there oh that's the abandoned part we don't go over there anymore (gasps) we should go check it out please like that's literally what happened yeah two of them are like we're gonna
1: go make out in the just be back in 10 minutes we're gonna go make out in the engineer's room and that that's the couple that they get, like, a corkscrew through them. And you don't see this, mm-hmm. even though the director's like, I definitely filmed that shot of them dying. And I just said, when did they become dead?
0: <laughs> For why no move more, husband?
1: <laughs> oh, God. But then as shit starts hitting the fan and, like, people are popping up dead at the party above the mine, TJ and Axel band together and they're like we gotta go and they change so quickly into mine coveralls so quickly I'm like Like, and I'm like you guys have time to change into coveralls
0: well, to be fair, like you just put coveralls over your other. Yeah. Clothes, yeah. So it's just jumping and up Also, of pants, like TJ but... still has his shirt all the way
1: unbuttoned with his coveralls. Well, on top. He's
0: got he's got an aesthetic. <laughs> he's gotta stay true to himself. He's gotta do what he feels in his heart. <laughs> and so they go down
1: and they finally like find each other and like Howard is down there, and Howard's like dumb funny, and he's gross and he doesn't have, like, a girlfriend. He just breaks, like, the awkward sexual tension amongst everybody. Mm-hmm. And he's the one, like, when the group starts separating and the killer's picking off everybody one by one, he's the one stuck with the girls. And he immediately, like, yeets away from them. He's like, okay, bye. <laughs> and they're like, Howard, no. And then he he disappears. And then when they're leaving, that's the death that got oh, me because, like... going up the ladder. Yeah. He they find his body and it's just decapitated so it's just his body like and they're like go back down go back down because at this point the I'm killer like or
0: hollis's girlfriend i can't remember her name is she she's not who is she's not patty it's not sylvia maybe it is patty harriet
1: and you think she's gonna like get it on the ladder yeah. because of like, like she's so she's down. so afraid of being on this ladder and they're walking up this high ladder in like booted heels so i'm just like good on them mm-hmm. and they're trying to escape because they know that the harry is in the mines and then like you just see howard's body fly down and then <laughs> my husband's <laughs> like we're dying because as they're getting down he's like sarah just stepped. <laughs> Howard's body I was like, damn, Howard didn't even he not even cold yet. It's <laughs> um, his
0: fault for falling in her way. Yeah.
1: So and then like everybody's kind of picked off one by one, unfortunately, to where it leaves um just really TJ and Sarah, um, because you think Axel's that da- dead and you think that like um what's her name? Uh, Hollis's girlfriend is dead.
0: Yeah, I'm. I, it's gonna bother me. I feel bad. I don't want to keep calling her Hollis's girlfriend. I gotta IMDb. Though.
1: But it it kind of gets to the point where like it's just those two, and then um, it is Patty. Okay, Patty. And Patty, like man, Patty puts up a good fight. Where it's just, she like her kill kind of comes out of nowhere, which mm-hmm. sucks. It finally gets to the point where they unmask like Harry, and they realize it's not Harry at all. And that's like the big twist at the end. It's not Harry. It's,
0: should I say it? I mean, they got their spoiler warning. Yeah, it's
1: Axel. And so that is unique in slasher films because you don't normally see that. Like, usually. Which
0: makes sense that they were like, oh, we're literally not telling anyone who the Mm -hmm. killer is until we like film that scene. So Axel gets kind of trapped in a mine, which is sad because it's like
1: that's how Harry becomes Harry and then the police finally show up and then you find out from like it very quickly and that was something that like bothered me was like kind of the exposit. like we ran out of time and let's explain this really quickly so uh we find out that Axel's dad was one of the supervisors and he was killed by Harry and it traumatized him. Well so. Axel
0: saw it happen. Right. He like was traumatized in a lot of ways.
1: So nobody got there. You know it just feels like it should
0: have been brought up at some point. <laughs> Today's episode has been brought to you by BetterHelp. <laughs> Sponsor us.
1: Yeah. Like you get all of that at the end, and then you find out that was something that bothered me with Sarah, which I was like, I guess if you've been dating him casually, it's like, she's like, I have to go see him because they say he's alive. He's alive in this mine. And then he's like running around with his arm like busted Yeah, off. he like
0: James Franco in... What was that? The, oh, 27. Yeah. yeah The the rock climbing guy movie. He like just amputates his own arm and is just like, tee hee hee, I'm in the mines. I only got one arm. Hee <laughs> bye bye. Oh,
1: the twist is, is that Harry's been dead for like five years. He's been dead all along. Mm-hmm. So like it was never Harry. Like everyone just assumed it was Harry because... Axel wore the mask and did pickaxe stuff. So, yeah, it's it's a solid slasher movie, though. I feel like it it was panned and it did not make money when it was first. But other than some of the acting is a little over the top and it's very Canadian. <laughs> um,
0: oh, I'm sorry. Hey, hey there. I just uh, amputated my own arm and I'm going <laughs> to run deeper into the mines. I'll come back and get you again. Me and Harry are gonna come back, okay? So we'll see you next time. But otherwise, I felt like it, it's a
1: solid slasher movie. Like if you haven't seen it and you want to see just kind of like At slightly point, different take on it, I like, hope
0: you've seen it because yeah. we just told do you a lot of things about it.
1: <laughs> but but even if you're like not expect, I'm sure yeah. there's something I forgot to discuss. In For like some of, it.
0: of our coworkers, <laughs> um, as yet unnamed. Female coworker who we talk to about stuff all the time and male coworker are not big on like scary stuff like that. I feel like male coworker could watch this and would probably be like fine with it.
1: Yeah, the kills are so over the top that other than the hot dog scene, because that's just gross, yeah. everything else is fine.
0: Yeah, and same with other, the other coworker. I yeah. feel like they And both the theatrical watch this and version, right.
1: you don't see much of anything for, for kills. So. Yeah, um,
0: and Coworker hands probably, like, for the last hour has been plotting our death because we made fun of him earlier <laughs> and is now, like, gonna go Harry Warden on us. But it'll be, like, my former friend's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so, yeah, and then getting to the 2009 one, I would say this is the superior film. Like, Agreed. it took everything that was good about the first movie, including the plot
0: twist, which then, because I I remember, like, I saw this one first, and then I watched the old one, but, like, the person I went with had seen the original, and they were like, oh, like, I really thought that it was gonna go, like, the same way, and so, like, they flim-flammed me on this. So, yeah, Jensen Ax-,
1: Ax- Axel- Axel- <laughs> There, so Axel is still in, so there are still very similar names, but they got rid of, like, Hollis is not in this one.
0: No. sad.
1: Jensen Ackles plays Tim instead of- Tom. Tom instead of TJ. Um, Kersmith plays Axel, mm-hmm. and instead of dating Sarah, he is married to Sarah.
0: Well, at the beginning of the movie, it shows Tom and Sarah together as a couple, and uh, Axel is dating someone else. And then after that, when Tom has left, so this was like when TJ left to find work on other places, Tom leaves, and in that time that he's gone, Axel and Sarah have gotten married, and Axel has become the town sheriff.
1: Gross. Um.
0: <laughs> Scumbag. <laughs> so
1: so it's this, a this very similar premise. On Valentine's Day in 1997, six miners are trapped underground in the small mining community of Harmony. They by the time researchers reach the miners, they only find comatose Harry Warden still alive. Investigation said that War- Warden killed the other miners to conserve oxygen, so no cannibalism in this one.
0: Right, and uh, this is all revealed through. I love this exposition at the beginning because it's all like sound bites, like it's from news reports, mm-hmm. and it's like, um, like newspapers flashing across the screen, and and you you're seeing like pictures of them in the mines, and you're hearing like the local news covering it and you hear somebody be like, "Hey, kill them to save his own dang oxygen." <laughs> and then like you see like a really sad Jensen Ackles because they so they blame, blame him
1: for th- cuz he forgot to vent the methane line. So again, same same premise of like it collapsed because nobody's paying attention. This one is a little more it feels less like
0: it's not as hokey.
1: It's not as hokey, but it feels less like, like, yes, this could happen in real life mm-hmm. type of thing. Instead of like, I cannibalize my friends down in the mines. Um, So then one year later, Warden awakens and starts murdering people. So he actually starts just randomly murdering people. It's so
0: scary when the nurse is like there and she's so stupid, though, because she like doesn't notice that there's not a body in the bed, even though she's standing there like checking the drip bag next to it. And then she looks (laughs) down and is like and walks out of the little curtain off section, which is also weird. Like, why isn't he in a private room? Why is he just in like a, a random like ICU bed? And then it in the background you see into a that different one and he's just sitting on the edge of the bed and I'm like gross.
1: I so I love movies that like set you up for not jump scares but then you still get scared
0: anyway. Yeah, well that's I I hate jump scares but yeah, like just that you can clearly see in the background because mm-hmm. like later in the grocery store that happens yes. too and then like the person on the screen does not this is when i want to go full like um like i hate the scary movie scary movies but when she's like did you get that on film yes i got that on film and she's like <laughs> yelling at the screen about it
1: so yeah so warden wakes up and then
0: uh it's a, a literal bloodbath yeah a literal bloodbath
1: and then and this is one year later, so then Tom, his girlfriend Sarah, their friends Irene and Axel, and other teenagers are partying inside the mine, and Warden attacks them with a pickaxe. Sarah, Irene, and Axel escape, but Tom is left behind with Warden. Sheriff Burke, who is played by Tom Atkins, arrives and shoots Warden, but before he can kill uh before he can kill um warden he staggers way deeper into the mind and of course tom is there and he's very traumatized
0: yes and that's like because he's literally walking up to him they're face to face when like the sheriff is like he's like shoot they shoot him he's like stay down warden stay down and he keeps getting up and he's like nose to nose with him and like tom's just like kneeling on the ground staring at him like accepting his fate and then he takes off so
1: Tom leaves, t- comes back 10 years later, and things have changed. Can you just imagine, like, you're blamed for this mining accident and basically blamed for creating this monster of Harry Warden. And then, like, you almost you almost
0: got dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also, he's damned if he does, he's damned if he doesn't. Because he comes back because he's majority share owner in the mine. Like, his right. dad died. So he inherited the mine. And he's like, I want nothing to do with this. I'm selling it. That's the only reason I'm back. And everyone's just like, you can't sell the mine. Right. So Axel's the
1: town sheriff. He married Sarah, but's having an affair because he's a scumbag. Scumbag. Um, I feel bad because I like Kersmith as like an actor, but I
0: hate S- him in this movie. Scumbag. <laughs> he's so, also a dick in Final Destination. Yeah, so he just has one of those faces. Yeah. So, Tom is staying at a motel, and... That scene when he gets to the motel is, like, so... That's when the dog is running, and he's just like, Hey, like, is mail still here? And the owner's like, I hope not. He's been dead for five years. He's like, I'll give you back your dog if you give me a room. And you just hear, like, people boning down in the room next to him as he's walking by. It has... And I try not to view this as, like, Dean Winchester, but he has some very Dean Winchester moments in it, and he's, like, walking by, and he stops because he hears it, and he, like, sort of backs up and then walks by again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I get it, though. Like, when you're in a TV show filming for, like, long periods of time, it's probably hard to turn that character off. Um, I think
0: there's, like, a lot of similarities, too, though, between, like, Dean and Tom, very, so I get like, it. Prodigal both, like, prodigal
1: son coming home. And,
0: and, like, they both have, like... Ooh. Whoa, they both have, like, a chip on their shoulder about it, and they have, like, bad relationships with their dad, and they, like, feel like they don't really belong anywhere, and they, like, can't put down roots, so, like, I get it.
1: So, yeah, very similar kind of plot where all of a sudden coming back into town this time the murderer harry kind of picks off people much quicker um and in the 1981 movie they're like tuesday february or like thursday february 12th like friday february 13th Mm -hmm. this movie doesn't do that like you're just like okay it's around valentine's day and you immediately kind of like it has murder mystery to it because Tom like when these murders are happening around them like Tom like tries to find Sarah and reconnect with her and explain like why he was gone and stuff like that um and it has very what i i love slasher movies that have like a let's solve this mystery together let's not leave it to law enforcement cuz they're incompetent we got to solve this on our like it's affecting our gang we got to figure it out it's yeah. All of screen movies.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think when, the, like, in the initial, like, Harry Warden is killing people in the mind beginning of the movie, which is more of the stupid, like, we were shot in 3D, when he mm-hmm. throws the yeah. axe at the yeah. truck while they're leaving and they, like, have abandoned Tom. Mm-hmm. But the girl who gets the, like, shovel through her face yeah. and then like the top half of her face slides yeah. down the shovel is one of my favorite kills in this it's a good one the very first one is so stupid because it's the pickaxe that like pops the guy's eyeball out <laughs> oh and the eyeballs in
1: 3d yeah yes i
0: remember that. <laughs> it's So it's dumb. so dumb
1: like i get it like and that's actually mm-hmm. critics have talked about like in terms of they're like the generic the acting's like mm. They said it was a little wooden, but they're like, the special effects, like, listen, if you're going to do 3D, you got to, like, go all the way. And these are going all the way. So there's some critics that were, like, love it. And some of them who were, like, Shoot not me enough now.
0: slinkies popping out of boxes towards mm-hmm, my face. Mm-hmm. Two out of five.
1: I guess, you know, again, this follows pretty standard, like, picking off one by one. There's a really tense scene in the grocery store where Sarah and. Megan are being like mm-hmm. stalked by the murderer, and you're just like, oh god! Uh, yeah, I
0: hate that moment because they they're like doing their thing, and then they hear something, and they look at the front, and like the front door is just open, and they're like, we're closed, but you don't see anybody, and mm-hmm. like I hate that, but yeah, that just like. It's like slowly panning across an aisle, and you see the miner standing at the other end, and then it catches up to the girls, and then it backs up past that aisle, and he's gone. Like a lot of stuff like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the heart, so hearts are still in boxes, in Valentine boxes. They're not as fancy as the nineteen eighty one, but they're still pretty fancy. Um, and there's a lot of like kind of red herring moments where um you think it's going to be Axel because Tom takes Sarah to the cab he was going to show Sarah but he doesn't get like a chance to do that that in Tom's like bang cabin that he like takes Megan to to have his affair Axel's cabin Axel's yes Axel's cabin so Tom finds this was going to tell Sarah doesn't get a chance to Sarah still gets to go to the cabin sees evidence of the affair and was like oh closet full of like
0: shitty valentine's heart boxes and then she finds
1: yes then she finds all these heart boxes which are what the human hearts are being lovingly given to people and so she's like oh my god my husband is a murderer. Right.
0: And then they have that, mm, I don't, it's like the Spider-Man meme of like pointing. I was right. Just, I almost called it like a thing that I don't want to say anymore that's like derogatory. But like. Yes,
1: the Spider-Man. Yes.
0: And it's like, he's the killer because he's a scumbag and he's cheating on you. Right. He's the killer because of this. No way. He's the killer because he killed Megan. And she goes, wait a minute. How'd you know Megan was dead? Right. <laughs> so.
1: Tom inadvertently gives himself away, and then they give some backstory that essentially, like, Tom was in a mental institution for ten years and uh, was really traumatized.
0: It was seven years, <laughs> seven
1: years, but was really traumatized by uh, Harry's death, and so he
0: he for sure has like a psychotic break because then you see him; he truly believes that it's someone else. Like he mm-hmm. is, he is seeing. The minor and and he's that's, that makes me so sad when he's just like shoot him, he's right there, shoot him, and they're just staring at him, and there's like nothing, and then you see him sort of like having that separation of like of the the like cut scenes of him like pulling the mask off, right, and then like coming back to himself, and then you see like him like those like walls slam down, and then he's just got this look in his eye, and Axel's just like Harry, is that you? living inside a tom this whole time um so yeah this was a good plot twist as well you know
1: it's not great that they use mental illness as kind of the like what half like yeah not everybody
0: who suffers trauma goes and kills people no
1: not at all uh so it's not great but in terms of like if we want to make it different from the original yeah like
0: And I'm sure a lot of people went in thinking Axel was probably the killer. And he's certainly smarmy and you don't like him. So you want it to be him. Yes. You brought up the body in the dryer. That's in this one too. And it's like super gross. And then her kid is like hiding. Do you remember this? And like the girl, the girl cop goes inside the girl cop, the female officer of the (laughs) law. Sorry. Goes inside the house and is like looking around the kid, like, crawls out really fast from behind the couch and it scares the shit out of me because then he's just staring. <laughs> and it's like this little blonde haired kid and he's like and he's just staring at you from behind the couch where he crawled out really fast. I was like, oh my god, that's like a demon child. I wish the minor would have got him. Jesus. Um, so yeah, those are, those are both in there and it's like the dryer is disgusting because there's like smoke coming out of it when they open it. um i i really hate like the the trucker who gets murdered at the hotel Mm -hmm. he's sleeping with irene who was axel's girlfriend when they were younger right and like she like she's very empowered and good for her like she looks up at the mirror on the ceiling and is like like screaming oh my god while they're having sex and he's like what? And she's like, Oh my God, I look so hot today. And I was like, yes, girl, go ahead. And, um, then he's like a total douche canoe to her and he like throws money at her and she's like i'm not a hooker he goes now you are and i was like absolutely not we do not treat sex workers that Mm -mm. way that is not okay i hate you you deserve everything that came to you and good for her she like didn't even waste time she put on her shoes and she followed him outside butt naked screaming at him in like (laughs) the parking lot because he was filming her without her consent disgusting that's That's what happens to you you get murdered with a pickaxe
1: it's fair very fair. So, yes,
0: I did not like the casual, gross, disrespect of sex workers, even though she is not a sex worker, but still. Right, just in And I don't like the, yeah, like the implications that because you suffer a trauma, you're going to go, like, murder people. And again, the love triangle. Like,
1: I get the love triangle, and it does make for. This one handles it slightly better, I feel like, than yeah. the other, other movie. But the love triangle's not my favorite it's not the most well done yeah um and it's like dude i get that like you're sad that your girlfriend is married to another dude but it's been 10 years what did you think was going to happen seven years seven years <laughs> but but other guy and even tj and they're like it's been a decade what did yeah. you think was going to happen what did you think was going to happen yeah like they weren't again to move
0: on. women aren't people, Beth, they're property, obviously, so um, there's also the other kill, well, it's not even a kill, like the other stupid three d gimmick that happened in this that I feel like we have to mention because we talk about final destination oh. so much. <laughs> is the tree branch that comes yeah. through the car <laughs> yeah yeah I forgot about that and I was like it's not enough that Kersmith is in this movie but you had to do his dirty like that with the tree <laughs> branch as well I still can't drive behind like freaking no logs or pipes on a, a truck I just saw a like random like on my feed Instagram post of like a girl and she's like you don't see her she's like in the car and she's just like filming out the window and it's rainy and there's like a truck in front of them but it's like kind of far away and she pans over to her husband who's like white knuckling it and just looks so pissed and she's like how's it going he goes not good (laughs) and she like zooms in and you see that it's a logging truck and so he's like staying really far back and she's like if you don't understand this reference you're too young (laughs) Look, that's fair.
1: Like accidents happen, man. That's not good. Yeah. So yeah, if you guys like, you know, spooky horror movies that you want to watch, there's also like if we're going to talk about other Valentine movies, there's Valentine with David Boreanaz which Yes. I would say My Bloody Valentine might be the superior there's film to those, but
0: also because it is, like, similar, and I kept thinking of it, even down to, like, the weird tattoo. I have to find it. There's an episode of The X-Files <laughs> that is, like...
1: Is it My Bloody Valentine themed?
0: Ish. There's, like, a guy stalking Scully. Oh, and okay. And like, cutting out people's hearts. and Creepy. Like, yeah, hang on. Um... Uh, yeah. And then in terms of like thinking about slasher movies,
1: so obviously, unfortunately, this movie didn't do well in 1981. It was panned. It's since then has had sort of a cult following and reassessment of like, it's not so bad. With the way slasher films kind of went in and out of style uh, I feel like this movie never got really due credit where credit is due. Is it the best slasher movie ever made? No. But is it the worst? Absolutely not. Mother's Day is the worst. Um, <laughs> That's funny. It's, it's
0: Milagro, which is season six, episode 18. All right. Uh, John Hawks is in it. Okay. He's, like the guy, like John Hawks.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a guy, they're, like, working a, it's, like, a monster of the week up, so it's not tied into the normal stretch arch of, like, the government conspiracy stuff. They're working a case where, like, there's a bunch of murders, and, like, the hearts have been removed. And they, there's, like, a writer who lives next door to Mulder who's writing a novel about the murders, but they're writing it before the murders happen. Oh. And um, Scully like weirdly is drawn to this writer Mm. and he's like obsessed with her. And so it, yeah. Watching this, I kept thinking of that episode. So yeah, if you guys are looking for like something
1: spooky to watch uh, with a significant other or by yourself, it don't matter. Like Valentine's day is all about love. Feelings
0: are for chumps. (laughs) Don't have them. Um, you know, check these movies out. Uh God, your goblin door is open again. Just a smidge. <laughs> I will close it. <laughs> we're almost done, Slender Man. Stay in there. <laughs> He's like, heard you guys were talking about my bloody Valentine. Let <laughs> me like, come on out. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> Give me ten minutes to unfold my giant body. <laughs> oh, God. Um... So, yeah, I hope you guys have a good holiday,
1: you know, whether you're spending it with yourself or with other people, you know, just celebrate love and uh, be safe. Don't take a pickaxe to anybody. And please don't open random boxes of chocolates that aren't cellophaned because they might have a human heart in them.
0: And also share your location with your friends and um don't go having sex in mines man send pictures of your date to someone in case you get murdered uh the black lung is not sexy what other psa can i give right now (laughs) uh i'm trying to think
1: black lungs not sexy separating from people if you do happen to go party in mines like not don't let a man take you to a third location
0: ever no and uh and they they know breathe (laughs) why the world may never know
1: (laughs) i god i need more sleep just period need more sleep Mm -hmm. um yeah so yeah happy valentine's day everybody i hope you guys have a good one and as always uh, i'd like to thank our spooky sponsor (laughs) Happy Thanks spooky sponsor! Happy V Day, and uh, yeah, stay spooky, friends.